Today is Monday, July 24th, 2023. I am Mark Beavis. Welcome to the program today. On the show, the Bank of Canada Employee Group last year in 2022 doled out huge bonuses and raises. We're going to dive into those numbers. Um, Also, the bluebird at Twitter is no more. Uh, Plus, the U.S. government has partnered with tech leaders to build guardrails around artificial intelligence. We're going to look at the information there. Uh, Rhonda Santos has again attacked Bud Light. And finally, we're going to look at what happened to Tesla and Netflix shares following last week's earning reports. We've got lots to cover. Let's get started. According to the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, the Bank of Canada staff received $26.7 million in bonuses and in raises in 2022. Employees at Canada Central Bank received $20.2 million in bonuses, $6.5 million in raises, which is a 13% increase over compensation in 2021. More than 80% of the staff received either a bonus or a raise or both um, in 2022. Now, as you can imagine, this news wasn't met favorably and uh, Franco Terrazino, who is the director at the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, he said, Central bankers shouldn't get bonuses when Canadians can't even afford groceries, gasoline, or homes. With inflation reaching a 40-year high, central bankers didn't deserve bonuses. The bonuses last year work out to an average of over $11,000 per person and a raise of over $3,400 for each person. Now, from a straight pay perspective in 2022, 1,095 of the 2,250 Bank of Canada employees earned $100,000 or more. Now, Terrazino also noted that the bank began raising interest rates in March of 2022. During the course of the year, consumer bankruptcies increased, business bankruptcies increased. On July 12, 2022, the Bank of Canada interest rates reached a 22-year high of 5%. He went on to say, The Bank of Canada failed to do its job of keeping inflation low at around 2%. Most organizations don't shower employees with bonuses when they have had their worst year in four decades. Now, the Bank of Canada employees weren't the only group to have a nice 2022. According to a study by the Globe and Mail and consulting firm Global Governance Advisors, the median compensation package for chief executives at 100 of Canada's largest companies listed on the TSX was just under $8.6 million. Now, believe it or not, this was actually a 1.74% drop from 2021. But in 2021, the median CEO payroll increase was 23%. The most highly compensated executives last year in Canada here were uh, Swami Kotagiri. He earned uh, $36.4 million with uh, Magna International. Uh, Tony Staffieri, Rogers Communications, $31.5 million. Uh, Tobias Lutka with Shopify, his uh, compensation was $26 million last year. Um, Jose Sill at Restaurant Brands International earning $22.2 million and Mark Berenche at Open Text Corporation earned just over $20 million in 2022. On Sunday, Elon Musk confirmed rumors that he will be changing the logo of Twitter uh, to an X uh, from the famous Bluebird that we've all become so familiar with. And starting this morning, you're gonna see the new logo rolled out across much of the company's branding. Uh, Last October, Musk first tweeted that he would be buying Twitter as an accelerant to creating X, which is, as he's calling it, the everything app. And you may have heard a lot of chatter about that. 
This isn't his first foray into the X realm though. Um, his rocket company, a lot of us are familiar with, uh, Space Exploration Technologies Corp is more commonly known as SpaceX. That's usually how you're gonna hear it referred to. And going way back uh, as far as 1999, Musk co-founded an online bank, uh, which was called X.com. And in 2000, it merged with Confinity and the company eventually became what we know now as PayPal. On Twitter's website, it says, or maybe it doesn't say anymore, but it did say at one point that its logo depicting a bluebird is, and I quote, our most recognizable asset, and that's why we're so protective of it. Now, as everything uh, seems to be with uh, Musk, seems to be some controversy, this change is met with a lot of sharp criticism, and a lot of people are complaining that in addition to all the other changes that he's made at Twitter, this is just going to lead to further confusion. If you're in the Toronto or Montreal areas, our Investing Academy team will be joining the crew from Blossom Social for two meet and greets with our students and members. The dates of these are August 1st and August 3rd, so just around the corner. Now, I will put links to the events in the description of this video. In the past couple of months, we've held events so far in Vancouver and in Calgary, and the response and the feedback from these events has truly been amazing. You know, I think we all live in a, uh, an online world these days and, you know, sitting down and chatting with so many of the community reminds us of exactly why we do what we do. And it reminds me of, you know, my career, the favorite part of my 25 years plus as an investment advisor was sitting down and meeting with clients. So to see people face to face and shake their hands and get some pictures with them was uh, pretty awesome. During these past events, we heard a lot of personal and very inspiring uh, stories and uh, it truly is humbling uh, and inspiring to us as a team uh, to get together with all of you. So um, if you're not on the Blossom app yet, by the way, uh, give it a try. We'll put a link in the description of this video here. If you are in the Toronto or Montreal areas, we really hope that you're gonna be able to join us in a couple of weeks. These events truly will be epic. US President Joe Biden, he announced late last week that he has received commitments from Amazon, Google, Meta, Microsoft and other companies as well as they grapple with this um, the security or the safety issues that have come to light with the use of um, artificial intelligence. The White House says that this is an important step towards managing the enormous promise and risks that are posed by this new technology. The president announced that the administration has secured voluntary commitments from seven U.S. companies uh, with the goal of ensuring that their AI products are safe before they even release them. He said, Social media has shown us the harm that powerful technology can do without the right safeguards in place. These commitments are a promising step, but we will have a lot more work to do together. So these four tech giants, along with OpenAI, which is the parent of a chat GPT, they've committed to testing security carried out in part by independent third-party uh, experts. That's a good step. For example, they've committed that they will be establishing methods to uh, use digital watermarking to help viewers distinguish between real and AI-generated messages such as deep fakes. Now, a number of other companies have also been looking at ways to regulate AI, uh, the EU being a leader there, as they always tend to be when it comes to regulation. They've been negotiating AI rules for the 27-nation uh, bloc that could restrict applications believed to have the highest risks. From a legislative standpoint, U.S. Senate Majority Leader uh, Chuck Schumer, he says that he will be introducing legislation which will build upon the, the pledges that have been made in the agreement that Biden announced. If you've been following the battles that Florida Governor Ron DeSantos has been having in his crusade against what he's calling you know, wokeness, uh, you won't be surprised by his latest battle with Anheuser-Busch in Bev Holdings. He has instructed his government to investigate whether the parent company of Bud Light has breached its duties to shareholders by signing a brand deal with transgender social 
media influencer uh, Dylan Mulvaney. As part of the investigation, he's launched an immediate review into how InBev's contract has impacted and continues to impact the value of InBev's holdings. In a tweet, he announced, it appears to me that AB InBev may have breached legal duties owed to its shareholders and that the shareholder action may be both appropriate and necessary. Now, since the partnership with Mulvaney, uh, sales of Bud Light have uh, lost its top spot, actually, as the uh, U.S. beer leader to Constellation Brands Modelo Especial. Uh, Bud Light sales are down by around 25%, uh, so, you know, year over year. So you might wonder, why does DeSantos even care? Well, first, obviously, this is a message for him to share his anti-woke message uh, to his followers. He also says, though, that Florida has around $53 million worth of stock in InBev. And he suggested that uh, this probe could prompt a, uh, a lawsuit on behalf of shareholders um, for of uh, holders of uh, Florida's pension funds. He says that there needs to be penalties when the company puts business interests aside and focus on a social agenda at the expense of hardworking people. He also accuses the company of neglecting its stakeholders and pensioners by associating with radical social ideologies, as he calls them. Following my final report last week, both Tesla and Netflix announced their earnings. And in the aftermath, the shares of both companies are down quite sharply. Tesla's earnings report generally exceeded headline expectations. Uh, it had $24.9 billion in sales, 91 cents earnings per share, and this beat the consensus forecast. But that said, it is still very widely held out there that the company is still very overvalued. Current price of around $265. Uh, this morning, as a matter of fact, UBS has downgraded its outlook for Tesla shares uh, to an underweight uh, rating. The report included the lowest operating income since 2021 and profit margins sliding to a multi-year low of 18.1%. There are growing concerns about Tesla's inability to continue on this path. It's had this current sort of almost astronomic uh, financial growth that they've been on, concerns that it won't be able to keep that pace up. Following the earnings announcement of Wednesday, shares of Tesla dropped nearly 9% for its worst day fittingly since April 20. Now Netflix, the other company that uh, reported earnings last week after Wednesday's market closed, they also had some good news. Subscriber growth has continued to be strong, but since the uh, earnings announcement, the shares have fallen uh, more than 20%. And, uh, you know, probably similar to Tesla, investors seem leery that uh, they can keep up the pace after its stock price has almost doubled um, over the past 12 months. Now, this week, it's a huge week for earnings. Uh, we have tomorrow, we have Microsoft, we have Visa, we have CNR and 3M all reporting. Wednesday, the U.S. Federal Reserve Board will make its uh, latest interest rate announcement. Current odds at the CME Group's FedWatch tool have a 98.6% uh, chance um, of a 25 basis point hike. We'll see if that comes to fruition. I'm guessing that it probably will. Uh, Meta, Coke, Boeing, and AT&T also report on Wednesday. Thursday, we have MasterCard, we have AbbVie, we have McDonald's, Ford, Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines, uh, and here in Canada, Canadian Utilities, and then Friday, ExxonMobil, Chevron, Procter & Gamble, and Colgate Palmolive. So a lot of earnings to report on this week. Um, I will be back here on Wednesday with my next report. As always, I thank you so much for watching this video. I will put a link for our Investing Academy in the description below, and we'll see you in a couple of days.